The good folks at Comics for Fun and Profit have been doing two episodes a week um, for quite some time now, and it's all thanks to, first of all, Jason, and second of all, our patrons, who allow us to add the space on our server, broadcast more, store more, share more with you listeners. I'm envious of those of you who have unlimited storage and media server capabilities. We we pay for ours here at at the C4FAP. It ain't cheap. We thank you so much for those of you who go to patreon.com slash comicsfunprofit and contribute at any level to say thanks, to say I want to be a part of your Slack channel, conversations. I want to get exclusives. I want to get early access. I want to get ad-free access. I want to get swag. I want to get some free stuff. Whatever your reasoning is, we appreciate it at any level because it does make a difference. So from the bottom of Kyle and I and Jason's heart, thank you for contributing. Aloha. It's Jason from Hawaii. Welcome to a special edition of the Comics for Fun and Profit podcast. In this episode, I will be interviewing comic book creator and Harvey Award nominee and Eisner Award and Inkworld Award winner, Andrew, Andrew Peepoy. He is here to promote his latest Kickstarter, Simone and Ajax, what's black and white and red all over. I love the pun in that because red is spelled R-E-A-D. I love it. That's a great, that's great. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, yeah. Now, this campaign is live and will end on Thursday, July 13th. This project is already fully funded. Mike Myers and I have already backed this campaign on the first day it came out. Um, and it also got the Kickstarter stamp of approval of projects we love. Andrew, welcome to the Comics for Fun and Profit podcast. How are you doing today? Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, just, you know, keeping, you know, just hustling to keep this Kickstarter moving and going. All at the same time, draw you know, going to conventions and uh, and, and at the same time, draw you know, drawing a miniseries. So it's 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 busy, but it's good. I'm I'm actually liking being this busy again. No, that's great. That's great to hear. Now, Andrew, I'm going to go over some of your your incredible work history, um, because you have been in the comic. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. You've been um, working in comics for the last thirty four years. Yep. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. On um, about two. About uh, somewhere around the fourth of July will be the uh, the thirty fourth anniversary of my first professional job. Wow, it's going to be pretty cool. I'm going to go over some of your work, and please feel free to correct me at any time. Sure. Now, I know you've done some newspaper, um, comic book strips. Um, correct me for I believe for the Chicago Chicago Tribune. Is that correct? For the uh, Tribune Media Syndicate, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so it runs in papers and in, uh, in various parts of the world, but they're the ones who uh, just you know distribute it. Okay, all right. Thank you very much. Now you did the Little Orphan Annie, and then back in two thousand, you um you you kind of like did a redesign of Little Orphan Annie back in two thousand. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they decided to try something a little new, and and um, you know, got talk got talking about it. And it sort of helped that I live here in Chicago, where the Tribune Media offices are. Mm -hmm. So they were able to have me down to the office, and uh, you know, they they were like, well, let's 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 you know play with Annie a little bit, try to figure out, you know, what we can do with her. And I still didn't have the job necessarily, but they were talking to me uh, because at first they wanted me to imitate uh, Leonard Starr's style. He'd been the previous artist on, on Annie. Mm -hmm. And then they saw some of my Simone and Ajax stuff and they were like, well, can you do something like that? 
So we're going to something a little bit more my style. And then they were like, well, let's, let's update the look a little bit. And so right there in that meeting where we were all sitting around at this table, I did mm -hmm. a doodle of Annie that's, uh, you know, that, that they were like, yep, that's it. So that's how I got the job. That is so cool. And also, too, if I remember correctly, um, you still have an unpublished last comic strip where little orphan Annie literally flies off into the sunset. Is that correct? Well, yeah, well, I mean, it's, I mean, yes, it is unpublished. It's not finished, though. I mean, the, the, okay. uh, the, the writer, Jay Mater, had written a final week because when I left, when I was going to leave the strip uh, for, for various reasons, um, they, you know, they were going to actually end the strip. And Jay mm -hmm. wrote a final week and I'd sketched out, you know, in my sketchbook that final week. But at the last minute, they found Alan uh, Cupperberg to take over the uh, mm -hmm. yard on it. So we never, you know, so the writer rewrote that week. And so that that script is out there somewhere. I'm sure I don't I, I don't think I still have a copy of the script, but uh, but it's somewhere in one of my sketchbooks. I'm sure I do still have, you know, those those rough scribbles I did for that last week. That is so cool. And then in 2019, um, Another newspaper comic strip that you um, worked on was the Dick Tracy Minute Mysteries. Um, is that correct? Right. Yeah. So um, Dick, so you know, Dick Tracy is still running. Uh, and Joe Staten had been the artist on it for a number of years in recent times, and I, I'm friends with Joe. I've, I've I worked with Joe on Scooby Doo for ten years, mm -hmm. and um, uh, and Joe would take a vacation uh, twice a year off the strip, and in you know, instead of like working himself like mad to get ahead on it, mm -hmm. what he would do is he would bring in a friend and uh, to do a two week short story run on it. So the writer would still be writing it, mm -hmm. but he'd have a guest artist for two weeks and call them the Minute Mysteries. And so, yeah, uh, I did I, I did a little guest run on that in 2019 uh, where we uh, ended up bringing back the character Friday Foster because, yes. uh, mm -hmm. you know, we had access to we had access to the entire Tribune Media Library of characters mm -hmm. and they had a lot of strips you know, tearing the pirates and smiling Jack and all that stuff. And we, uh, and, and, you know, I'm known for drawing, I'm known for drawing women. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to come up with a character like that. And, you know, cause the writer first said, Oh, do you, you know, do you want to draw Annie? And I was like, no, I, I I've done enough of Annie. Mm -hmm. and, then he, and then he was like, Oh, how about, and then I was like, how about Brenda Starr? And he was like, how about Friday Foster? And I was like, yep, that sounds great. So Friday Foster had not appeared in any, you know, in, in any comics, since like 1974 when her strip ended she was the first black character to get a <laughs> excuse me <laughs> a mainstream newspaper strip yes and, and then also and, too mm -hmm. oh go ahead go ahead because also when I, I just did a little bit of research on friday foster um the other thing the amazing thing was that um there was a there was a comic book movie adaptation in 1975 that starred the very lovely pam greer there was, I only, and I only just recently got to see that. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's, I have to track down that movie. I, because yeah. I remember, yeah. I'm sure it's streaming somewhere. That's how I found it. I found it on the Criterion channel streaming. Wow. Okay. I, I really have to check that out. Okay. All right. So I'm going to continue on Andrew. So, okay. No, no. Um, you were an anchor on the Simpsons comics for 18 years. Yep. You work on Sonic the Hedgehog. You worked on Archie comics, especially the Betty and Veronica, um, 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 Kathy Keene. Am I pronouncing that one correctly? Uh, Kate, Katie Keene. Katie Keene, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I wrote and drew that for Archie comics. She isn't really part of the Archie universe so mm -hmm. much, but she is uh, one of their characters and had been my mom's favorite character. My mom's favorite character when she was a kid. 
And so when Archie suggested, oh, you know, do you want to bring back Katie Keene? I was like, sure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and so I, I, you know, again, once again, it needed to update it a little bit to make it work for yes. the time. But I tried to keep it as true to the spirit of the classic Katie Keene as I could, because I knew I'd hear it from my mom if I didn't. Yes. You know? <laughs> yes. I'm going to ask, um, because I know, like you said, that that was your mom's favorite character when she was growing up. What was your reaction when you when you finally saw your name on that comic book? What, on, on Katie Keene or just any comic? Book? No, on Katie Keene. I mean, it was it was it was great because I, it was it was it, it was really nice because it was a rare chance for me to actually write and draw something. I mean, like you said, I'm best known as an inker. Mm-hmm. I I was I was I I had you know I started inking in 1990. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Malibu and D- Marvel and DC in 91. And I was, you know, so I've done a lot of inking, X-Men, Fables, Iron Man, you yes. name it. Uh, but uh, it was, you know, it was, not, it, I, but I, I had never planned on being an inker. Mm-hmm. It was not sort of, I sort of fell into it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to gripe about that. I mean, it made me, you know, it supported me and made me a living for many, many years. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, it was, but it was, it's all, I always wanted to write and draw my own comics. And this mm-hmm. was another step you know, toward, toward, in a way, doing that. Um, it wasn't my character, but I did get to write and draw my own take on it. Yes. So that was, so it was, it was just re- great to see it out there. And, uh, and it's still in print. Yes. And then I'm going to ask, what was your, no, I know your, that was your mom's favorite character. And also, too, it was also your, um, one of your auntie's um, favorite characters. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. My aunt, my aunt was also one of my aunt's favorite characters. So, uh, yeah, like when they were kids, my mom would buy uh, my I'm trying to remember who bought which one who, but like one of them would buy the other one a subscription to Katie yeah. Keene for Christmas, and the other one would buy the subscription for Little Lulu for for the other for Christmas, and they'd both and then they'd have Katie Keene and Little Lulu comics every month. Yes, I have some cool. So, what were their reactions when they when they finally saw your name, or or even that you said, "Hey, I'm going to be working on this," you know, the Katie Keene book. What were what were their reactions? Well, they were they were excited about it. They were they were very happy and excited about it. My my family's all. My family's very small, so basically, you know, I have an aunt, an uncle, you know, that that's it. So it's mm-hmm. you know, like it's not like there's like you know a ton of them, but the, you know, the few of us that there are, they've always been very supportive, um, and so they they were very happy to to see me doing that. And like, yeah, when I when I uh, was trying to prepare how to do it, I I talked to both my mom and my aunt to find out what made Katie Keene special to them as readers as kids when when they were doing it because yes. I wanted I wanted to catch that spirit of it. Because, I mean, I'll be honest, I hadn't read a whole lot of Katie Keene before yeah. the editor me to do it. I mean, I had picked up a few, like my my friend Bill Morrison, if you know who Bill is, uh, you know, one of the one Simpsons artists painted the Little yes. Mermaid movie poster. Um, he, uh, he he had, he had inter- sort of tried to get me into some Katie Keene comics. So when this came along, I had the mm-hmm. few that, you know, Bill had talked me into buying, but I, I hadn't read a whole lot of Katie Keene. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, you know, like, but it, I mean, how... How can you get a better view of what makes Katie Keene work than from someone who was a kid reading it back when it was, you know, a classic comic? Yes. That's so cool. That is so cool. Thank you very much for sharing that, Andrew. I'm going to continue on because another one of your works is Big Max. I have, now I know it's an audio, so listeners, I have, actually, I found this Big Max number one written by Dan Slott, um, art by James Fry, and then Andrew inked this, and it's a number one issue. Yes. Yeah, no, that was, a, that was one of, well, that's one of my favorite comics I've worked on. It was, it was just a, it, I love fun comics, and that one was just ridiculous and fun, and it mm-hmm. was something, that, you know, 
almost didn't happen and actually was shelved for a long, long time before it got rescued and, and, and published. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah. And, and Ty Templeton did the cover on there as well. So it was, like, yes. mm -hmm. you know, like, like I, I was lucky. I got to work on a lot of like, you know, Dan, Dan is a big superstar writer now, Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. but, but I, I was lucky to get to work on a lot of Dan's early stuff. And Dan always wrote all these really fun ad adventure type comics. Mm -hmm. and, and so, yeah, um, I mean, with Big Max, it's like the rest of the world's human, but Big Max is this masked, super-powered gorilla. Mm -hmm. And in Secret Identity, he's also a talking gorilla, but he wears glasses. And somehow that protects his identity, even though even worse than with Superman, he's still, it's like, okay, there's a masked, super-powered talking gorilla, and the only other talking gorilla is this <laughs> one wearing glasses. And yet somehow no one ever puts it together that he's Big Max. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? it's just a silly it's just a silly comic it's just a very silly comic yeah. and I enjoyed it. a lot of fun and james fry is one of the most underrated pencilers in comics and yeah. i love inking his stuff it's mm -hmm. so dynamic so so energetic and, and just just this great style this great sheet like almost this sheen to the pencils and uh and and so it's i mean it's always a pleasure to ink james i mean he, mm -hmm. you know he, he he he's one of those guys who i don't know why he's not a star but he should have mm -hmm. And then finally, I'm going to wrap it up with Simone and Ajax that have been nominated for a Harvey Award for a special, special award for humor. And also, it had a very successful Kickstarter um, last year called The Adventures of Simone and Ajax, Lemmings and Tigers and Bears. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, that was. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. What were you going to say? I was going to say, yeah, no, that, that was my first Kickstarter and it did pretty well. I was very happy with that. And um, it got, it got them back out there because they hadn't been, I hadn't done a new, you know, new adventures with them in like 12 years. Mm -hmm. uh, there had been, uh, I mean, these characters have been around for about, for, for over 30 years. I mm -hmm. mean, I actually drew the very first story of them back when I was in college in 1989. Yes. And, 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 you know, but then, you know, spent several years just talking about doing more with them until uh, Rob Walton, who you might remember from Ragmop or uh, Grendel and think, uh, Bloodlines. And uh, he, was doing, he was doing his Ragmop book and, and I, I had met him at WonderCon in like 1994. Mm -hmm. And he said, and, and one day he calls me up and it's like, hey, I've got four pages I need to fill. You know, why don't you do a Simone and Ajax story? So it finally got me off my butt and actually doing a Simone and Ajax story. And that, that sort of kicked, that sort of, well, kickstarted, although it had nothing to do with kickstarted, <laughs> kickstarted the Simone and Ajax black and white comics in the 90s mm -hmm. and and uh I ended up doing a bunch of stuff with them from from 19 from 1994 through uh about 1999 mm -hmm. and then I did one last black and white story with them in 2004 and when I decided to start doing kickstarters I thought okay let's start with something brand new first so what mm -hmm. you saw that last year lemmings and tigers and bears is an all brand new 128 page full color book mm -hmm. of new Simone and Ajax stories. Mm -hmm. And now, now the thing about Simone and Ajax, let, let me let me interrupt myself and say, okay, as my sort of my, my usual spiel on Simone and Ajax is, if you're looking for anything deep and meaningful, this is not it. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you're looking for sort of a strange buddy comedy about a 20 something girl and her best pal who happens to be a three foot tall cartoony dinosaur, who I can send to any time or place I feel like sending them uh -huh. uh, with uh, cheesy jokes, groaningly bad puns that you'll hate yourself for, for laughing at um, and lots and lots of lemmings. This is your book. 
Um, I, you know, like and say in that book, there was a pirate story, a mm-hmm. old West story, uh, a story where they go to Transylvania and end up facing a vampire and a werewolf and a Frankenstein monster mm-hmm. uh, and more. And um, as, there's a lot of always and more in my comics. And then uh, and, and then a, and then finally a, a Simone and Ajax private eye story because Ajax likes to pretend he's a tough talking 1930s film noir detective puts on his fedora and narrates his adventures you know and uh, it's just it's just totally silly ridiculous comics and that's the thing the world the world needs more silly and ridiculous you know and, and some good jokes these days and I'm hoping I can help bring them so anyway like I said last year I, I thought with my first Kickstarter let's let's put out something new new mm-hmm. yes. And so then I mentioned all these black and white comics that I was doing in the 90s. Well, you know, that uh, those had never been collected. They, mm-hmm. they were supposed to at one point. So I actually had done a lot of the prep work on this book like 12 years ago. Didn't happen. And again, once again, I decided, OK, you know, it, uh, I'm just going to I'm just going to make it happen myself this time. So now that's why mm-hmm. I'm doing this new Kickstarter yes. for the Adventures of Simone Ajax. It's black and white and red all over. Mm-hmm. And it's 160 pages. So it's mm-hmm. a good sized book of all the old vintage black and white Simone and Ajax comics that, you know, people would have seen in various anthologies like Negative Burn and mm-hmm. Mythography and Arrow Anthology and stuff like that. Uh, plus, uh, I'm also adding in a lot of uh, Christmas mini comics. And for, for my holiday card, yes. I, I a few times went and did an entire mini comic adventure with them for the card. Mm-hmm. And, and so, the, and most people haven't seen those. Those only went out to family friends maybe you know anyone in the business i knew and and so most people haven't seen those at all and mm-hmm. i uh, and as i've been dig- as i was digging through old boxes of stuff because mm-hmm. i'm trying to put all this together uh, and of course you know after 30 years things can get a little disorganized mm-hmm. um i i i thought i'd only done five mini comics with them but it turns out i did six <laughs> and so so i'd completely forgotten about one of them so yeah so so there's going to be uh all, all six Christmas mini comics, plus uh, a variety of other cards I had done back then and various other art from that time period, like, you know, oh. t-shirt art I had done for convention programs or things like that. So I'm going to collect as much as I can uh, all together in the one book leading up to their very final story. I did, like I said, I pretty much stopped doing them around 99. I got mm-hmm. busy with Orphan Annie and other things, mm-hmm. but I did one last story in 2004 and I thought I was going to be doing another story with them right away. So I'd left it on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. And and in the end, that uh, is where the um, Comic Mix IDW series that ran on Comic Mix in like 2008 and 9 and was published in a paperback by IDW in 2010. That's where that picks up for the first color Simone Jack stories. So cool. so mm-hmm. in the end, you've got three volume. You know, you'll have you'll have uh, lem, uh, lemmings and tigers and bears, which ah. there's a three on the spine. And so people are going, where's one and two? Well, now I'm doing book one. <laughs> Now I'm doing book one mm-hmm. and the book long out of print. And so eventually, hopefully, uh, like end of next year, I'm hoping uh, I'm going to do a Kickstarter to reprint the IDW book, but this time in hardcover. Uh-huh. So you'll have a nice three volume set of yeah. everything with Simone and Ajax. Mm-hmm. And then I'll do more. Yeah. No, that is so nice. Okay. I'm going to, um, like, since we're already talking about Simone and Ajax already, I'm just, um, you know, I am just gonna um, just jump right into the Kickstarter because, like, we're talking yeah. about it. It's already live right now, right? Right. Ready? And as Are... as of today, we reached the first stretch goal, so it is now a hardcover. Oh, that's nice. That, that is... was that was what I wanted, and I sort of, you know, I wanted 
I wanted to make it all, uh, you know, all three. I wanted to make all the volumes hardcovers and nice, really nice packages. And and so yeah, as of this morning, we passed fourteen thousand, mm-hmm. which means it's now going to be a hardcover. And so now we're on to the next stretch goal, which is to get some spot gloss varnish on the cover. And and then after that, uh, the the final one will be to have the final well not the final stretch goal, mm-hmm. you know, final sort of printing. Uh, production boosting kind of thing will be the uh, I'm hoping to get custom end papers because if you ever got to see the uh, the Lemmings and Tigers and Bears book I was it just was a nice touch that really made it feel like a good book to have these you know really nicely custom printed color end papers uh, but uh, but yeah for anyone who's trying to like find out here you know they're like people are probably sitting here wondering but, but where can I go look this up while you guys are talking about it yeah. um, you know there are several ways one you can just go to Kickstarter and mm-hmm. search search my last name Peepoy P-E-P-O-Y yeah. And all three Kickstarters I've been involved in will pop up. Uh, this one is what's black and white and red all over. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you'll be able to find that. And then, um, or, or you can uh, uh, go to my website, peepoy.com. And the first thing that'll pop up is uh, the, the, both the scrolling page and a pop-up will, will be there to tell you, to give you the link right to the Kickstarter. Or you can go to simoneandajax.com. So Simone spelled out S-I-M-O-N-E-A-N-D ajax.com and if, and that'll be the same way first thing you see on the website will be how to how to back it um, and for anyone who's listening to this after that date and you're thinking oh no i'm listening to this on july 14th yeah. what do yeah. i do now um there is a buy books button on the site up on the top up in the top right you'll see a buy books button and that will tell you how to get what whatever books i have going at that point so like I'm, I have an Indiegogo in demand page, which operates sort of as my shop. Mm-hmm. So right, right now you can go to my Indiegogo in demand page and find uh, lemmings and tigers and bears. You can still get that, or you can go to the Kickstarter and get both the new book and buy the old book as an add-on, mm-hmm. you know, or, or, um, and when this campaign for what's black and white ends, I will be building a new Indiegogo in demand page that will offer both books. So, so go to Indiegogo and search Peepoy, you know, mm-hmm. or just go to, or, or I said, or like I said, just go to peepoy.com and click on the buy books button. And that'll give you the newest information on how to, how to get these books. Yeah. And then also to your, your history of your work, who you are, you know, because I've checked the website out. It's great. There is one, there's one part of your web. If I remember correctly, I think there's one part of the website. We will talk about that a little, a little bit later. Sure. You know? Yes. So, Okay. All right, so um, I'm going to ask, you know, the thing I'm going to see, uh, and thank you for sending me the link. Thank you very much. I was able to look through some of it. You know, yeah, kind of, comics. Yes, thank you very much. Um, I love this. It, it's well, great because, first off, um, Simone and Ajax, they're buddies. They are. I, and the thing is, I, I just buy. They, they're just, they're just buddies, you know. You yeah, know. it's not a girl. And her, it's not a girl and her pet. It's 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 two friends. Yeah, that and that and that that that's the that's the nice thing about. It. And I love that their adventures are lighthearted. It's clean humor, you know, and and it's fun to read. It's great um, because um, because the first story I read, I love it where I it looks like they're in. Um, in a restaurant in set in the 19, maybe 1930s. That's what I, you know, you know, and I remember someone, you see someone off pal going, Hey, you got a light. And Ajax is going, you know, 
I'm a dinosaur, not a dragon. You know, I, mm. <laughs> I love it. That was, it was great. Um, Thank you. and, um, and they fit perfectly in any, any genre, you know, because you have one where they're in the desert, you have Simone in this um, red Sonia outfit and they're walking through the desert, you know, and they come across a magic carpet, but they, it, they, they, it fits perfectly. And the other thing I love about it is it's, the humor is very good-hearted. It you know they poke fun at the situations that they're in, mm -hmm. and I I it's I just love it. You know it's yeah. I, I want this to be relatively all ages. You know mm -hmm. I I always say you know like ages 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 ten on up. Mm -hmm. um, so a ten year old can read it, have a good time, and, and get some of the, the bad jokes and all that sort of stuff, and it's just kind of silly. While um, you know adults who read it are probably getting a few of the other references that the kids aren't even noticing they're missing. Like one, you know, or or just some of the games you can play with it. Like one one of the stories I wrote, um, you know, is it, it's sort of like you know, the, one of the game is how many Humphrey Bogart movie titles can you find written into this detective adventure? You know, it's like I'm not telling anyone to go look for it, but I'm saying it's there. And if you happen to notice that, you know, they're mentioning, you know, Casablanca and the Maltese Falcon and yes. all this other stuff, and it's like how many? Or 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 I did a story called Monster Mia the Transylvania adventure I mentioned. Mm -hmm. And and part of the part of the fun is how many ABBA song titles can you find worked into the dialogue? Oh my God. <laughs> that is that is great. Yeah, I just want to have fun. I mean the, the world just needs more fun. And yes. you, know, there's, you know, there are enough other people who can write all the horror and the and the dark and all that sort of thing. And I like me, no, I just I want people to laugh and have a good time and and just just give them something light and silly and yes. uh, and, and and some good chuckles. Uh, so yeah, I, and, and, you know, this, I mean, so many are my favorite thing to do. I mm -hmm. mean, yes, I've been very lucky. I've been, I've actually been very lucky to have, like, like you mentioned, some of the other things I worked on, like Simpsons for 18 years, which was a great yeah. experience or, or fables for 10 years and things yes. like that. So I've been very lucky to do a lot of these things, but, uh, but always, even before I went professional and all the way to today, 34 years later, mm -hmm. this is still, you know, some many are still my favorite thing. That is great. Um, I want to make one more comment before I start moving around about the Kickstarter. Um, yeah. I love your art. It's amazing. Thanks. It really is. Um, Thank you. And I'm going to say, please don't take offense to this, but I love Ajax's face. It's simply drawn, mm -hmm. but yet you can clearly read his expressions, you know, in different situations. And he's like, you know what he's thinking. You can tell. You can tell what he's thinking. Or he's like, ah, you know, I just. It's great, and it's just simple enough where you can get a good laugh. You, know, you can, you know, what it is, or you can get a good laugh of his expression, and it's great. And I love how you draw Simone and the backgrounds. The because um the one where I think they're um they're in the desert. They go to like they're flying on that carpet. And they're going through the uh, like an Arabian city because it looks like one of those 1930s movies. Of, this is what an Arabian city would look like. I love the details to that. You Thanks. know, it's great. And um, this is your passion project. You know, like you it, said, you love these it. characters. You know, you love putting them in, the, in fun situations, and it and it really comes out through the pages. It really does. 
yeah, I, 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 yeah, I just, like I said, it, it, I just want it to be fun. I want it to be silly. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I mean, and I have fun with all these different settings. I mean, it keeps it, it keeps it fresh and interesting for me yes. instead of always being the same settings, the same outfits. It's like, no, I get to, uh, you know, I get to put Ajax in a little pith helmet and, uh, and, and, or something like that, or, or he puts on a little Viking hat. I mean, that's, that's something people keep, people keep asking me for is someday to do a stuffed Ajax and, and all the, you know, all those stretch goals will be extra hats for Ajax. <laughs> <laughs> little fedora you know oh, things like yes. little 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 deer stalker you know? <laughs> um before i but start yeah. talking... mm-hmm. oh, i'm no, sorry i was say, yeah but i know i i, I was going to say yeah no uh, the the old movies you mentioned the old movies and it's like uh you know that it's kind of like that and it's like yeah no those are definitely an influence on me i mean i love those old movies and you'll find definitely lots of influ- lots of things like that um in 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 these books uh if you, you know if you like some of those old adventure type movies uh i, I mean i i I tend to watch more black and white movies than I do any other kind of movies, you know, old, mm-hmm. old movies. so it's, it's, uh, it's definitely part of the DNA in these characters. Uh, I don't, I don't, you know, it's like, uh, I don't know if you saw the, uh, the quote that I got from Bill Sienkiewicz. Yes. I wrote it down. Um, yes, I did. And, and I'm hopefully I, I, hopefully I got this correct. And Bill Sienkiewicz, of course, everyone knows he's, you know, an amazing artist. He's done work on Electra, Moon Knight, and number of things um and he's and he said it's going to be a long quote if i were to say that andrew Pipoy's simone and ajax is a wildly inventive smart delightful comic series that brings to mind the best of looney tunes buddy comedies fantasy film noir and adventure films from bygone eras channeled through the brilliant mind and hand of a master cartoonist all of that would be completely true it would, it would also still not come anywhere near describing how much sheer fun Andrew Peepoy's Simone and Ajax's actually is. I absolutely love it. That is yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. It was that I I you know I I was I mean that's more of a testimonial than a quote you know than a blurb you know like uh, I mean it's 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 an, I was so thrilled when I got that from Bill. I mean like I I you know like I was talking to Bill at San Diego last summer and all of a sudden he just says, Hey, if you need a blurb for your next book, let me know. I didn't even have to ask him. And um yeah, I mean Bill is you know, if if you've never met Bill, he is one of the nicest guys in comics. Yes. Uh, he's just so friendly, so outgoing, uh around the crowds. I know, you know, you know, like for his so outgoing around his fans. Um he, he really he really appreciates uh the all, all, all the, the people who love his work, and and um, and so yeah, you know, it's like I didn't, I didn't even have to ask him, and I was like, wow, yes, I'd love that. And then I saw him again at New York Comic Con. I said, I'm going to take you up on that offer. Mm-hmm. And so I, I sent him the, I sent him, you know, like the PDF I sent you with the uh, the old older stuff, and I sent him uh, uh, the the book from last year, and just said, yeah, you know, just whatever you can come up with, and mm-hmm. um, and and he sent me that and like i said it was it was far beyond what i could have hoped for and and he's just you know like i said i just i i mean i find it surreal that i'm you know actually like friends with bill sinkavich at this point mm-hmm. because i still remember i actually did a post on this on facebook recently about how um you know like next this you know in two weeks uh in 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 two weeks again around that fourth of july because that's always when the chicago comic-con was around the you know the old chicago comic-con was was the fourth of july Mm -hmm. in about two weeks it will be the 40th anniversary the first time i met bill 
when he was a professional, you know, suddenly becoming a superstar because of Mm -hmm. Moon Knight and all that. Um, And uh, I was a 14 year old kid Mm -hmm. going to my very first big comic book convention because I I grew up in a small town in Michigan and going down to Chicago in 1983 for the con was, uh, you know, was huge for me. And, And I had brought tons of comics for people to sign and i had you know i brought stuff you know for howard chaikin jose luis garcia lopez trevor von eden john byrne all these other people who were at the show who i was a fan of and yes and then i ran into bill sinkevich and i went up to him and i, and I told him i loved his work but i didn't know he was going to be there and and you know i didn't have anything for him to sign mm-hmm. and he saw my sketchbook there and he was like is that your sketchbook and i was like yeah and he, he sort of grabs my sketchbook and he just whips out this this ballpoint pen doodle of you know quick sketch of moon knight and signs it and hands it to me and uh you know and, yeah and he was just i mean and that's the thing he was he was that really nice great bill then four years ago and he's still this really nice great giving bill now mm-hmm. and, um, i just you know i'm like i i know i'm sort of gushing but it's just sort of like i just it's it's surreal to me that i am now friends with him all these years later and 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 that he and, and that, but that it's also just so so I don't know in a way heartwarming that you know he's he's so nice and helpful and all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I do still you know even though I've been doing this thirty four years, I do still find it a little surreal when I'm hanging out with my you know childhood artistic heroes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, like just this past weekend, I got to see uh, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez, who I also met for the first time at that nineteen eighty three show, and and he was very very nice to me then. Um, and he's still, he's still, again, one of the other, ni- one of the other nicest guys at comics. You had to make a top 10 list of the nicest guys in comics. Jose and Bill would be on that list. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and it's just, I just, I just, you know, I'm, I'm just, ext- I feel extremely fortunate to have been getting to do these comics and actually like get to be friends with these people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That so, is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, uh, another thing on the Kickstarter, I was going to since we were talking, talking yes. about, I should mention if anyone's interested, it's not just the book that's available. Um, mm-hmm. There are lots of other reward levels. Yes. And you know, I, I often get requests for commissions. I am very fortunate that most of the time I am too busy to be doing commissions at home because I'm doing something else, like right mm-hmm. now I'm drawing a miniseries. But um, the only so the only two times I do commissions are at conventions. Mm-hmm. So I always you know pre-book for for those. Uh, but the other time I do them is during a Kickstarter. Is you mm-hmm. can order a commission and Kickstarter combo. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's something I just want to mention to people. If you've ever wanted a commission from me and you're not, you know, able to get to a convention that I'm at and, 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 you're, and you're trying to figure out how to do this, well, if you back the, uh, the Kickstarter right now, there are a limited number of commission level spots. Yes. And, mm-hmm. you can go and you can go and get that and you get to pick the character of your choice. Uh, and as I always say, if you, if you uh, pick, uh, if, you know, if, you're, if your choice is Simone, you can get a second character free as long as it's Ajax. Um, <laughs> you know or vice versa and and so yeah uh, i just want to mention there's that and there's other reward levels there there's mystery box level yeah uh, there mm-hmm. are there are other art rewards though i think every like where you could get an original cover you know, like i had a couple i had several original covers and pinups and things like that of mm-hmm. not yes. just most checks but of katie keen or of yaya han and stuff like that and and i think as of my last checking i think everything except for one of the Simone and Ajax pinups has already been claimed. So, so I'm very lucky on that, but, but there is still one Simone and Ajax pinup. So there's usually art rewards. And even in your mystery box, you get some art. 
Every mystery box contains something drawn by me. It might just be some quick sketch I did in the, in the office. It might be a rough for a cover. It might be a thumbnail for a page. Mm-hmm. But it is something that I drew and I will sign. And, and you get that along with in your mystery box, along with a bunch of other comics by me, comics by other people. Mm-hmm. You, you know, other, other things. You know, you never know what's going to be the mystery box. It might be a T-shirt. might be a DVD. Mm-hmm. might be an old pulp magazine from the 1930s. <laughs> That is so cool. And um, I'm going to go back to the commission ste- sketch um, reward level because correct me if I'm wrong, that reward level is um, right is um, is the um, $130 uh, reward tier, if I remember correctly. Right, right. So you get the That's book. a great deal. Uh, yeah, you get the book signed and with a doodle in the book. Every, 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 anyone who gets an art reward gets a, gets a, gets a signed and doodled book with mm-hmm. it as well. And so, yeah, so you get the book and you get your commission. You know, so and, and a nine by twelve in ink with usually with uh, gray gray tones as well, um, and so yeah, you can pick you know people. Last time you know people were picking Red Sonia, uh, Dawnstar from the Legion of Superheroes, Dazzler, but you know some people picked us. Uh, you know the Golden Age Sandman. There were characters I'd never heard of, and I had to go look up reference for them. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you get to pick. And I'm just trying to clarify for the re- um, listeners is that these are full figure commissions, right? Not just headshots or anything. Right, right. No, these are full figure nine by twelve, you know, nine nine by twelve commissions. And mm-hmm. and if you if you go like if you were to go scroll on my Facebook or Instagram pages, because I'm on Facebook, it's you know facebook.com backslash Andrew Peepoy for my uh-huh. fan page, or on Instagram, which is at Andrew Peepoy, uh, you can scroll it through and you can see like what my what my commissions look like. Uh, and and I post I posted a few examples on the on the campaign page, yeah. but, uh, but 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 also you know you can scroll through and see like the stuff I've been doing at conventions in recent weeks and get an idea of what it is I do. And I mean you can and, and here's the thing if you if you're looking at something on the page and you're not sure exactly if it's like what you want or 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 if there's like some or if you want like some combo rewards that's not there, just email me, message me through the campaign page, and um, you know or or, or fa- you know through my you know, Facebook fan page or through Instagram and just say, Hey, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm wondering if we can work something out on this and I will work out a custom reward for you. I did that. You know, I've done a couple of those where people are getting a sort of a custom reward that isn't listed on the page mm-hmm. where, where, you know, they're buying the book and they're getting something different. Like someone wanted a very particular kind of art reward, mm-hmm. um, you know, a very particular art reward commission kind of thing. And we worked out a deal and, 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 you know, we, we, and he bat, and he backed, you know the the commission level plus extra to get this extra you know bit of the thing that is so cool andrew that is so cool that you're offering all this and then also too you're going hey you know if there's something you can't find email me let's let's see what we can work out for you yeah i can't oh, yeah i can't always promise but i can't yeah, always no, promise yeah. that we can figure it out but if i can make it happen i want to make it happen because you know i want happy i want happy readers and happy fans you know and yeah. you know and, and, and i want to be there for them because i i really appreciate the chance to finally get to do this you know yeah. um i mean this is this is like i said my favorite thing to do and and you know i'm i'm grateful that not only have i had a career in comics but that now i'm getting to spend even more time doing the kind of comics i got into comics to make in yes. the first place mm-hmm. yeah 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 um before I talk about two, before I talk about two reward tiers <laughs> or one special, Yaya Han, the famous cosplayer, mm-hmm. how how did that become one of the tiers? I mean, do you know her or you know? Or... I I have never met her. Um, okay. I'll um, uh, Lion Forge, you know the publisher Lion Forge, yes, that is now part of Oni. Yeah, uh, yeah. So they they at one point had a comic book based on her. 
And I'd met the Lion Forge guys early on when they were just starting out and we got talking and, um, you know, they were talked about several different projects and the one, and one of the ones that did happen was they asked, you know, do you want to do a cover for Yaya Han's, you know, comic book, Wondrous. And so, yeah, so I, I did that and, you know, Yaya must've liked it enough because she approved it. So, uh, you know, <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I didn't. I actually didn't end up having to really. I think I only. I think I only had to make one minor revision on it. So I, you know, that, mm-hmm. that's always nice. You know, especially with those likeness books, they can they can want a lot of different changes. But nope, she wanted just one little tweak, and yeah. um, and and did did the comic. But the, no, I, I but no, I ever. I, I have not actually ever met met her. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, but, mm-hmm. And some, right. but yeah, but someone, but someone already, but someone just this past weekend at Heroes Con. Um, you know, came to the table and wanted wanted that piece, and so uh, you know, figured it out for them, and and that way they didn't have to pay shipping on it. I, I I went I I went in right on that right on the spot at the convention and changed the price of the the tier mm-hmm. so that so that um, they could get the Yaya Han cover and not have to pay shipping on it. Wow, that is, that is Andrew, that is really nice of you to do that. Well, All no, right. I mean, why, why mm-hmm. should they have to pay shipping if they're like picking it up and walking away from the table with it? You know? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Now, for listeners, because I've seen this, the $150 tier, you know which tier I'm talking about, the rewards yeah. one. Lunch, lunch with me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, if, if you are in the Chicago area um, or feel like coming to the Chicago area, we can figure out a time and place to meet and we can have lunch and talk comics or whatever it is you want to talk about for a little while. You know, we can, um, I'm, I'm in, you know, the, the well-known neighborhood of Chicago, Wicker Park. So, you know, you, you know, a lot of nice places around here. I'm sure we can find something that whoever, whoever buys that would agree on or, you know, or, you know, and, and, and I, and, and basically, you know, you, you meet me and you, I'm buying you lunch because you, well, you, you already bought it kind of yeah. <laughs> buying the reward level for me, but then I end up buying you lunch and I give you your book and I'll sign it and doodle it for you there on the spot. And, uh, and we just hang out for a little while. That's and so uh, yeah, cool. some, someone someone just backed that this morning. Someone just picked that this morning. Well, that is so cool. So, yeah, there are three spots for that. That's a limited, very limited reward. There's only three spots for that. And so, yeah, people can, you know, if I, so I guess there's two left. And so, yeah, anyone who wants to do that can, can do that. You know, it's like, I mean, if you're in, you know, if you're in California, I can't, you know, I can't come to California. Oh, to yeah. but, you know, but you, if you can come to Chicago, I'm here. Yeah. Oh, all right. Now, this is the one. So, Mike, if you're listening, and this is Mike Myers, and I before we, I want to give Mike Myers a big shout out. Mike, thank you very much for helping setting up this interview between me and Andrew. Thank you very much. Now, Mike, I am joking on this part. Is there a special Mike Myers tier? <laughs> there actually is. But. By circumstance, not by design, but yes, there is in a way a special Mike Myers tier. Now, Mike, for those of you who don't know Mike, Mike is a huge, huge comics fan, loves so many comics. He's just so, so, you know, so enthusiastic about the stuff and um, always posting about them. And, and he has been one of my constant supporters for many, many years. And I always appreciate seeing him. He's always, you know, he's always picking up commissions and he's just always been supportive of, of, you know, my work, whatever I was working on. And um, so uh, so say, for example, you know, and like say this past weekend, I was at Heroes Con in Charlotte, North Carolina, yes. which is all one of the best shows, one of the absolute best shows. If, you know, if you've, if you've never been to a Comic-Con, go to check out Heroes Con. If you have been to a Comic-Con and you're like, well, that was it, go to Heroes Con. That's what, you know, Heroes Con 
like here's con baltimore shows like that that are really you know creator focused shows mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're just such a uh, so so great so fun to be at and you'll, and you'll be like why wasn't i going to shows like this sooner and um uh and and, and it's just uh so mike was there and he you know booked me for commission because like i said i only do commissions at cons or at uh at a um kickstarters and uh he you know unfortunately he was the one who i didn't quite get to finish his commission i'd stayed up till 3 30 in the morning on saturday night working on commissions to try to get some stuff done you know like there was a guy there's again another guy who's been a big supporter from australia who flew over for the show uh mm -hmm. pretty much just for to come to heroes con yeah. you know and 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 uh, and and so you know, I had to make sure he got his done, so I didn't have to ship his home. Yes, and and, yes. and but I'm, and I really thought I could get those last commissions done on Sunday, but in the end, it's like no, nope, couldn't quite get Mike's done. I didn't want to rush it; want to make it good. So yes, there is a special Mike Myers uh, uh, level because in the end, Mike is getting two commissions with his because he booked the commission through the Kickstarter, and he's going to get that commission that I didn't get to do at HeroesCon. So he's going to he's going to get two commissions. And I mean, he, fortunately, he is a really nice guy and he understood, yes. and what, you know, and so so I, I will get him both his commissions. Mike, if you're listening, you're definitely getting both your commissions and I, and and I'll, 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 you know, I'll have I'll be able to really focus on them since I'll be doing them at home and stuff like that. And I'll get you something real nice. That is so cool. OK, now, um, on word balloon and i'm gonna say um, let me give a shout out to john suntress of word balloon um also um Ryland grant and david avaloni um listeners if you guys want to check out more interviews with um about um more interviews with andrew check out um john suntress's word balloon if that one just came out on june 13th or Ryland grant and um david avaloni the writer's block um, episode 92 that came out on June 16th. So if you guys get a chance, please check out those great interviews. Andrew on word balloon, you already mentioned that you're working on your next Kickstarter for our listeners. May I ask what is your, what is this, your passion project that you're working on for next, okay. your next one? I will answer that in just a moment because while you're plugging uh, other podcasts, do you mind if I mention a couple others that are coming up that That's I'm going to be fine. on? Fine, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because I just figure I want to do that real quick. Yeah. So, I mean, you'll have, it'll, um, unfortunately, uh, by the time anyone hears this, they'll have missed it, but they can still watch it. I'm going to be uh, tonight live on the uh, 4C uh, YouTube, 4C Comics YouTube channel, mm -hmm. uh, live sketching uh and 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 you know doing headshots for people you can request whoever you want so uh with ken carson of 4c comics so i'm just saying uh it probably is not my last time on this show ken and i've talked and i'll probably be on there again in the future so keep an eye on that if you you know if you miss tonight i'm sure you can watch the recorded version mm -hmm. and and then keep an eye out for when i'm doing that again because that's i guess a third way i'm actually starting to do commissions is uh, through these live sketch shows wow. but then i'm going to be on a comic uh comic besties tomorrow mm -hmm. night uh, uh on their show live uh so that but again it, depending on when this goes up though it, it probably might have missed the live but it's going to be up on youtube for yes. comic besties so keep an eye out for that and uh and and then uh what uh and then i will soon be doing one for pop culture squad but i'm not sure of the date on that one so. mm -hmm. okay all right yeah but now you asked about this other project so yes so anyway yeah so smoke and ajax are not my only creation i have i have a number of different things and one that i've i've wanted to do for years uh and and even did self-publish a, a book with them uh about uh, with her about 10 years ago is a character named monica moon about an earth girl 
who ends up getting kidnapped by aliens and ends up in outer space. Uh, and it turns out outer space really was like this old movie serials her grandfather used to show her with the thin spaceships and the bubble helmets. And so she's stranded there in space and having all these uh, adventures in, in with this retro outer space setting. And, and it's just, again, I'm trying to have fun with it. Again, nothing dark and serious, nothing mm-hmm. too dark and serious. A little more serious than Swanage because there is some, you know, some real peril and things like that. There, yeah, are, but- there are bad guys, that are, you know, but, um, but yeah, uh, Monica is going to be the next, is, is at the moment planned to be the next Kickstarter I will be doing after this uh, collection of all the old black and white Simone and Ajax comics. So this new Monica will be uh, an all original book. Uh, I don't know specifically how long it'll be, but I'm estimating somewhere around like 90 pages, something mm-hmm. like that. And, uh, and, and, uh, It'll, and it'll be all all original, all new, mm-hmm. and just and and just you know. So if you like that old retro space kind of thing, and just like you know, good swashbuckling adventure with you know a you know a very Dave Stevens uh, inspired heroine, uh, because that that was he he was definitely one of the one of my inspirations in, in the design. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's what I'm going for. So it's a slightly slightly more st- still fun looking, but slight, a little more realistic than Simone and Ajax kind of, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then also too, because uh, Monica Moon is also another influence was from the Buck Rogers newspaper serial. Because I remember we talked about that a little bit before we started recording. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I was I was very lucky when I was a kid. I, I lived in a small town in Michigan, uh, Holland, Michigan, and for a library in the late seventies in the in in the mid you know in the Midwest, they actually had a really good selection of books on comics now there weren't a whole lot of them at that time yeah. so mm-hmm. they, they and so they and they had a good chunk of them they had a, they had a pretty fair amount of the ones that ever had been available so i was very lucky as a kid to get exposed to many uh especially news you know classic newspaper adventure strips that uh, probably a lot of kids weren't getting to see so i got to read terry and the pirates and flash gordon and prince valiant and all that sort of thing and uh one of the things they had there was uh, this giant which you can still find the, I think it's called the collected works of Buck Rogers in the 25th century. And it's this huge book. And I was you know, lucky to get to read that. And, you know, or I even like after school, I would go down there because the, the world encyclopedia of comics by Maurice Horn was a reference book. And, and so you couldn't check it out. So my, my grade school was, was uh, just a couple blocks from the library. So I'd go down there, you know, after school, you know, two, maybe two, three times a week and just, kept reading it you know i was trying to read the whole thing from cover yes. to cover and uh and they noticed this this 10 year old kid checking out everything that had to do with comics here and so they asked me would you like to meet a real cartoonist and they arranged for me to meet up with uh at the library with rick yeager who had drawn the buck rogers newspaper strip from 1933 to 58 he lived in another small town nearby and so yeah we met up and i was you know and rick was again a really nice guy really generous with his time and and information uh, because I mean, you know, most ten-year-olds don't get to talk to a real cartoonist and find out how it's actually done. Yes, you know, and and I did, and he, you know, I would, and so yeah, we met at the library, and we got together a few more, you know, a, a number of other times over the years, and he would, you know, we would talk on the phone, and he was just really, really, you know, you know, mm-hmm. so I, I really learned about a lot about comics from him. Now I, I I would say it was not his art style that I was so influenced by, but it was his work ethic. And I think that's one reason why I survived in comics is I picked up on his work ethic of he just get it done, mm-hmm. make sure it happens. And, 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 um, and that I, like I said, I, I think is one reason why I survived because I edit, you know, his editors knew that if they gave me a job, it was going to be done on time. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now I'll, 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 parif- I'll, I'll, I'll go off on a side note on that. Yes, I will fully admit that my this previous Simone and Ajax book took a lot longer than I expected. But I, you know, but because I, there were so many things I didn't know I didn't know about self-publishing. That you know, Lemmings and Tigers and Bears was my first really self-published book, and I, and I mm-hmm. just so many lessons to be learned that I didn't even know I needed to learn. As much mm-hmm. as I tried to prepare, things came up or. Or, or, you know, or, or like I need an eye operation actually in the middle of, oh, of producing God, the book, you know, and, and so, you know, things, so, you know, I know it got slowed down, but I, I, I still, I stuck to it and I made it the best book I could possibly make it. And mm-hmm. I got it out there and I kept everyone informed as to what was going on along the way. And, yes. and everybody seemed to be happy in the end. And like, say with this new Kickstarter for uh, what's black and white, um, I mean, the material's already done. So that's, that's going to, you know, mm-hmm. say that that's going to make sure that we can get this done a lot faster. So, so yeah. So, um, uh, so yes, I, I do want to, you know, I do want to make sure, you know, for anyone who's listening and say, Oh, but wait a minute, you were, you were late on your last Kickstarter. And it's like, yes, I fully admit that. And I'm only human. That happens once in a yeah. while, but, mm-hmm. but, it, but it, it, I, I did get it out and I did fulfill it yes. and everyone's happy. And, uh, and same, same case on this one, you know, I'm going to do my best to get mm-hmm. it out on time. And like I said, the entire book is, pretty much done except for some digital cleanup on some of the pages yeah. and and i'm working on that and 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 then we'll we'll get it off to the printer and the way you know you know how the world is these days yes. printing yes. is a little uncomfortable. so you know as far as how long it's going to take but uh soon you know but i, I i'm going to do my best to try to have it back and in everyone's hands mm-hmm. within not many within not so many months andrew i have to say it is so incredible to hear you got into comics at a very early age and influenced by comic book creators like you you know like you said you you meet you met a cartoonist when you're 10 years old and what really stuck with you on that is his work ethic you know and along the way it's and then you know you um you've and correct me if I'm wrong, but it just sounds like you've adapted and you've grown too. Because like you said, it's like the, your last Simone and Ajax book, you know, um, that was your very first Kickstarter. It was a learning experience. There were things that came up. But then once you got through that, now you're you're on you're already on your you already know how to you've already worked, you're working on this one, even though the work is already done, you know what to expect and how to work out the, you know, you know, avoid uh, right. Yeah. Right. I learned. I learned a lot of lessons, and I think I'm going into this much more savvy, much more ready to to, yes. to make make this actually happen the way yeah. it's supposed to happen. And, but like, but I, I always, you know, as I said in like the, you know, when they, there's always that last little paragraph on every Kickstarter page, you know, the risks and challenges and stuff uh-huh. like that. And as I said in there, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, yes. you know, we'll, you know, I mean, like even even on the production of the last book, not only eye operation, but I, you know, it's like I didn't have COVID, you know, I, but it's like during, you know, I was working on it during the pandemic. But I, I somehow, even being a hermit, staying at home, I still manage to keep somehow keep getting strep, you know, or something like that. So mm-hmm. you know, I mean, so those things slow you down. So, so I mean, yes, something like that can happen. But overall, um, you know, I've learned a lot of lessons, and I think this one should go a lot more smoothly than the last one. And and I will keep hopefully getting better because, like I said, after this one, I plan on doing Monica Moon. Yes. After Monica Moon, I plan on reissuing the now long out of print IDW Simone and Adix collection, and this time in hardcover, so that in the end. You will have what's black and white, which is volume one, the uh, the, the 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 IDW version, which I'm you know was simply called the Adventures of Simone and Ajax. I'm going to have to come up with a new title mm-hmm. for that. Over that one, 
and um, and and that one will uh, will now be in hardcover, and then there'll be Lemmings and Tigers and Bears. So you'll have you know your nice three cover three three hardcover set of everything that's ever been done with Simone Ajax so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I definitely you know if if these Kickstarters keep going decently and and, and all, I definitely hope that uh, I can keep doing more Simone and Ajax. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I hope to do an entire. I already I already you know haven't haven't written them, but I already know the 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 three genres I want to play with and 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 poke fun at for the fourth volume. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so so I, I have plans, and I and again I have other characters too. So yes. you never know, you know. I, I and I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping, you know, Kickstarter really has let me take control of what I want to do. Yes. And, and, you know, because I, you know, it's like I, you know, often before we were always at the, the, the whims of, of publishers and things uh-huh. like that. And, so, you know, and, and, and a bad deal or just some other problem or something. And so, you know, this time it's like, if something goes wrong, well, yes, unfortunately it is my fault, but if it all goes right, I can make this happen and get some good fun yes. comics. Yes. Andrew, I'm going to start wrapping things up. So two more questions. Um, Actually, three more questions. What's your next convention appearance, either in late July or August, any or rest of the year, I should say? I I have a whole lot of, I'm doing more conventions this year than I ever have in any given year. And that's because I am now a self-publisher, so I have to get out there more. I used to do about six, I used to do about six conventions a year. This year, I currently have 13 uh, conventions I'm committed to and, and, uh, and, and one more, hopefully in the works. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so I've only done three so far. So I still have like ten more conventions at least yeah. coming up. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I, I, uh, I this coming weekend I will be not at a comics convention, but I'll be at the American uh, Library Association convention here in Chicago. That's nice. You know, Pushing push, push Simone and Ajax, I figure it's it's here. It's easy. You know, I can just drive over there. It's not like I have to get a hotel room or a plane ticket or yes. something. So it's very convenient. A very convenient thing. So I'll be at that uh, this coming weekend. Uh, the second weekend in July. I will be at the Wyoming Pop Culture Con in Casper, Wyoming. Uh, I've never been to Wyoming, mm-hmm. but, there, but but yeah, I'll be at that, and uh, along with uh, my my good friend Gene Ha, who mm-hmm. uh, is going to be be sitting there next to me at this show. Well, you know, it's like we, we I ran into Gene at the Yeah Yeah Yeahs concert the other night. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we were like, "Yep, yep, I'll see you in Wyoming." You know, we, we couldn't quite get together. He was in the middle of a row. I was like trying to trying to get to him. He was like stuck in the middle of a row, so we were yeah. sort of yelling back forth to each other you know well in in between the opening act and the yeah yeah yes and uh we're like well i'll see you in wyoming okay you know <laughs> and, uh, so yeah so i'm doing that and then two weeks after that i'll be doing san diego comic-con i will be in the small press section mm-hmm. uh, uh, right behind the main publisher section uh because i and i want to make this clear to anyone who's listening that it's the small press section behind the publisher section not artist alley uh because i had a lot of people go looking for me in artist alley last year uh, when I was over in the small press, and I'll be at table M13. Mm-hmm. So come find me there. Uh, a week after that, it's, it's going to be a fast turnaround. Four, you know, so four days after I get back from uh, from Comic Con, mm-hmm. I will be at Terrificon at the Mohegan Sun Casino. Oh, yes. Connecticut, which I, I hear is a fantastic show. People yeah. have been telling me for years, oh, Andrew, you got to do this show. And so, fine, you know, so fortunately this year, uh, I've been invited and I'll be at that. And then Two weeks after that, I will be at Fan Expo Chicago. Mm-hmm. Here in Chicago, um, don't don't know my table info there or anything, but uh, yeah, I'll be there. And then in September, I will be at uh, Baltimore Comic Con, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite one of my favorite shows. And then a week after that, I will be at Retro Expo Dallas. Uh, so making doing my that that'll be my very first convention appearance in Texas. Mm-hmm. So 
you're down in Texas and you've been saying like, hey, Andrew, why aren't you ever coming to Texas? Uh, you know, if you're, if you're anywhere around Dallas or want to feel like driving over there, I'm going to I'm going to be doing my very first Dallas, my very first Texas convention. Mm -hmm. um, and then in October will be New York Comic Con. Mm -hmm. uh, I do not yet know if I'm setting up at New York Comic Con or not. I haven't I haven't uh, I, I don't I don't have confirmation on that, but I will be there in some mm -hmm. shape or form. Mm -hmm. It's just wandering around. Yeah. Uh, you can always stop me and have me sign your book. You know, uh, maybe I can arrange to do a signing at some some booth at somewhere at some point. Mm -hmm. But then and then uh, uh, in November, I will be doing uh, the Grand Rapids, Michigan Comic Con. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's, that's my old stomping grounds from where I grew up. Holland's mm -hmm. not far from there. Grand, Grand Rapids was the big city for us. And then in uh, and then the weekend after that, in November, I will be at the uh, I'll be at the Twin Tiers Comic Con in Elmira, New York. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Well, hey, they invited me. You know, I oh, mean, that's yeah, the thing. Oh, yes, if, yeah. You know, and and uh, you know, they invited me, and I'm happy to do these. I mean, that's the thing. It's sort of like um, if if you know, if anybody's like, oh, Andrew, you know, why aren't you coming to this show or that show? Tell the people who run the show. Yes. Contact me. Invite me. Yes. I'm you know, I'm happy to go. You know, mm -hmm. almost you know, almost anywhere anyone wants me to go. Yes. Uh, for mm -hmm. one of these shows, if if they want, you know, if they invite me, and so and it's easy to get a hold of me. You know, there's contact. Uh, uh, there's a contact button on both the peepoy.com and mm -hmm. smarternagent.com websites. You can, you know, message me through, uh, you know, through my Facebook fan page or my Instagram page. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and that goes for anyone who wants to back the Kickstarter or anything like that. Or if yeah. you're curious about, you know, the, you know, how to get the books uh, during the Kickstarter or even after the Kickstarter, I will, I can steer you to the right, the right place to go. Um, you know, and, and again, once again, for the Kickstarter, you know, again, search peepoy on Kickstarter, it'll mm -hmm. come up. Or just go to peepoy.com or simoneandajax.com. Mm -hmm. The first thing you find on the page is the link to go and check out the Kickstarter. And if you miss the Kickstarter, like I said, it's going to be available on Indiegogo through the Indiegogo in, Indiegogo in demand pro, uh, program. And so that's sort of like my 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 shop after yeah. after this. So yeah, you can check it out. All right, two more questions because I'm not really wrapping this up. I know you mentioned about conventions and if you want someone to invite you to their convention. This leads me to a question of, have you and your family ever been to Hawaii? We have not. Um, that is a place I would like to go at some point and check out. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I mean, you know, my, my, you know, it's going to you know, sound stereotypical. My, my, you know, you know, first exposure to Hawaii was like the Brady Bunch episode. Oh, yeah. to Hawaii, yes. you know, <laughs> but, but, uh, but, but no, I, I have not been. And, you know, but since certainly, you know, growing up, it's like there was, there's so much stuff talk about Hawaii back in the seventies growing up. So, oh, yes. you know, it's always a place I'd like to visit, but it's just, it's just never quite worked out a couple of times, you know, it's been discussed, which is, you know, just hasn't unfortunately worked out yet. You know, mm -hmm. but one of these days, one of these days I'll get to Hawaii. I plan on it. And I'm planning to, because we have a couple of conventions, comic book conventions. I'll, you know, I'll submit their name. Hopefully they invite you guys to come down. That'd be nice. That'd be great. I'd be happy to come. I'd be happy to be there. <laughs> You know, at, probably tap on a few extra days and enjoy the and uh, enjoy oh, the islands. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean that's that's the thing with most conventions is I don't get to, you know, I don't get to see where it is I'm really going. I get yeah. to see, you know, the, the the hotel and the convention center and whatever's in between the two, and that's oftentimes all I get to see of a town. But but sometimes, you know, like for Hawaii, I would do this same thing as like you know I did a show in uh, in Belgium a few years ago, and I tapped on some extra days and did a little travel in Europe. You know, and, yes. and, yeah. and when I can. I'm, I'm, I certainly would love to, you know, come and see that. And I, Hawaii is a place I would definitely make sure I took some extra days to get to see oh, know, yeah. what was going on. Mm -hmm. All right, last question. Any closing words to our listeners? 
I just want to say thanks to everyone who has, you know, supported my work over the last, you know, not just my 34 years of, of being a professional, the last 40 years of just do, even doing fanzines. I did my first fanzine 42 years ago and, um, and when I was 12 years old. And I've been extremely lucky. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, no, I'm not one of the stars. And I, I, you know, I often describe myself as Joe comic book artist or, or the, the also with. You know, mm-hmm. I may not be the headliner, but I'm 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 the, that I'm that that also with you know who you also can enjoy seeing, and and you know and I and you know I'm happy with that. I am I'm happy that I've gotten to be part of this comics that I love so much. So I just want to say thank you to everyone who's ever bought one of my comics, and I especially want to thank anyone who has or will at some point in the future support uh, Simone and Ajax or any of my Kickstarters for any of my projects, Monica Moon or anything else I happen to do, uh, because you're you know you really are helping me make this. And it's, and it's, you know, when I talk about what's going on, when I send updates to the backers, it's like, we are doing this. This mm-hmm. is, a, this is, you know, I, I am fully aware that I cannot do this without the, the mm-hmm. readers and people who buy the stuff. So it is, a, this is a we project. This isn't, you know, we're doing this together. We're, we're, we're making fun comics. Mm-hmm. And so I, and so I just want to say thank you to everybody. And I hope if you don't know my stuff, if you don't know my work, that you will go to peepoy.com or simoneandajax.com and check out you know, what, you know, what I'm working on and, and find, you know, and even if Simone and Ajax isn't your thing, maybe there's something else that you yeah. mm-hmm. see what I'm doing and hopefully, uh, you know, discover some good new comics. And, and so I, and, and I'd, I'd love that if you did. Andrew Mahalo. Thank you very much. And thank you in Hawaiian. Just thank you very much for your time. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to interview. I wish you all the success with your Kickstarter campaign. I also want to give um, a big thanks to Mike for setting up this interview. Also, I want to give a thanks to John Suntress of Word Balloon because I listened. I got some of the information from um, you, from his um, interview when you're on his show. Now, if you are a new comic book fan or a lifelong comic book fan, please check out Andrew's Kickstarter, Simone and Ajax, What's Black and White and Red All Over. This campaign is live and will end on July 13th. Um, Andrew, I'm being serious on this part. Also, listeners, please consider, um, you know, if you're considering backing this project, you know, think about giving this as a gift to someone who loves comics. I've read these. I've read some of the stories. It's great fun. It, and the art is amazing. And the reason why I'm saying that is it's is because sometimes it's hard to find, you know, um, a gift for a comic book fan. And I think this is going to be the perfect gift um, for comic book fans who just love to just have fun reading comics. I want to thank Drew, the co-host of Comics for Fun and Profit, for putting this episode together. Drew, thank you very much for all your hard work behind the scenes. And if you are a new listener, please check out new episodes of Comics for Fun and Profit that comes out every Saturday. And I want to thank you, the listeners. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for listening to this episode. Until next time, guys. Aloha. This episode of Comics for Fun and Profit is brought to you by Threadless. More importantly, the Comics Fun Profit shop on Threadless at comicsfunprofit.threadless.com where you can find, oh, about half a dozen different designs, plenty of Comics for Fun and Profit themed merch. If you just want a t-shirt, you're good. And if you want sweatshirts or other swaggy items, man, you can get anything. Phone cases, shower curtains, it runs the gamut. Skateboards, I think. (laughs) So check that out. Uh, We've already sold several. We're excited about the fact that 
the folks that want to support us in this way are able to and uh, wear our merch out into in the real world that's pretty exciting stuff so uh, yeah get your comics for fun and profit branded items at comicsfunprofit.threadless.com